And uh, yesterday we were in the kitchen working, uh, and uh, if you've ever uh, went back by the back kitchen door um, for every year, I don't know how many years in a row now, uh, we have uh, a mama duck that, that comes and lays uh, eggs uh, right behind the kitchen door, and we've tried to put stuff in there, and uh, whatever we put there, she uses to make a nest, and, uh, and, uh, and so yesterday, uh, it tripped a few guys out as they went over to plug stuff in or whatever, and there's a, a duck uh, over in there, uh, and uh, so it keeps coming back. I think it's the same one, could be different ones, but, uh, but I think it's the same one, and yesterday, a couple of the ducklings had wandered off, uh, and uh, Miss Autumn stayed late to make sure that Mama Duck came back and didn't abandon them, so came back. Uh, and at one point, the duck actually walked into the kitchen uh, <laughs> while we were cooking, and a couple guys were trying to wrangle it. And I thought it was pretty, I got pans out and knives and everything, and a duck walks into the kitchen. <laughs> I thought we were going to add another entree uh, to, uh, uh, to the meal choices, and, uh, and uh, Miss Autumn would never forgive me if I did that, but... Uh, but anyways, uh, we were in there and, and doing a lot of uh, cooking. By the way, I was uh, cooking. My, I got my bandage off. My finger is uh, healing up pretty good and got some of the volume back. And, uh, and you have to kind of stare at it uh, to see uh, that it's missing. But if you're staring at it, that's kind of weird. Uh, and uh, too, so thank you for praying. And uh, take a while for the nerves and everything else uh, and more regeneration uh, to take place. But I'm thankful for all of that. So uh, the duck came, comes in there, uh, and uh, we ended up finding it and getting it out of there, and that was good. Uh, but uh, it just had me thinking about ducks and chickens and, and different things, and, and my thought was on this passage of Scripture uh, because of what God said uh, about uh, His judgment for Jerusalem. And we know as we read the Bible, and I don't want to uh, kind of rehash all of Israel's history, uh, but they were rebellious. Uh, they were uh, the recipients of, of so much good uh, from God. They're his chosen people. Uh, and time and time again, as we read our Old Testament, uh, we see despite them, uh, God still blessing uh, and forgiving and giving chance after chance after chance. Uh, but uh, there was a point where God uh, said, enough is enough. Uh, one of those points was uh, in the, where uh, they sent spies over whatever, and they didn't want to go. Uh, they were afraid. Uh, they said some things, and they tried to take it back, but God said, no, some of you are going to die uh, in the wilderness. Uh, so God is a gracious God, uh, and we don't have to spend hardly any time at all uh, showing how gracious He is to the children of Israel uh, and how gracious He is to us, because every one of us, if you're saved today, you're a recipient of the grace of God. Uh, and then the manifold grace the, uh, of God in our lives as he displays that each and every day. Uh, God is good, uh, and, uh, and we should all be super thankful for that. But in this passage of Scripture, uh, we have uh, God basically passing judgment on Jerusalem, telling them that they were going to be uh, persecuted and there was going to be issues. Uh, but he made sure they understood uh, that it was their fault. Um, they're the ones that brought this on themselves. Uh, and, and so today's application is going to be twofold. Uh, we're going to look at um, the way that we as Christians, if you're saved today uh, as a Christian, how stubborn and rebellious we can be. That God said about the children of Israel, said, you've been rebellious since the day I knew you. Uh, their, re their rebellion ran deep. Uh, and when we see the stories and the accounts in the Old Testament uh, as a New Testament Christian, it's, it's really unbelievable, many facets, uh, how they were. 
Um, you'd think that uh, as God blesses and he supplies, you know, uh, one example would be the manna. You know, God's raining down manna every day and providing, but they just complained. Uh, and we do too. We complain when it's raining. We complain when it's hot. Uh, and we're never satisfied. We are we're constant complainers about everything, even when God says, uh, in essence, not to be a complainer. Uh, and uh, we, so as much as we see their rebellion, uh, we're rebellious. As much as we look at uh, their life and, uh, and how they didn't see the blessings of God, uh, we do much of the same things. But this passage reminds me of that difference. Uh, like if you said, um, you know, uh, we, we use could instead of would a lot. Uh, I know I, uh, you know, we have some grammar Nazis here uh, and, uh, that we make fun of, uh, but, uh, but we interchange that. You know, you say, could I this? And then somebody goes, I don't know, could you? Uh, and uh, and, you're, and you get, kind of get caught for a second, like, oh, oh would, uh, and you would say that and correct it. Uh, so it's a difference between if you can do something, uh, you know, altogether, or if you may uh, do something, would you is the difference, could have, would have. And we find the word would uh, in our text. In verse number 37, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. It's not that they could or couldn't, they decided that they wouldn't. Uh, that was all on them. Um, we have, uh, God has made us creatures of choice. Uh, we have a free will that he's given to us. Uh, I'm not, uh, to get into a big theology lesson, uh, I am not a Calvinist. Uh, I'm not an Arminianist. Uh, I'm a Biblicist. <laughs> I believe what the word of God says. Uh, and, uh, and try to have balanced um, theology based on what the Word of God. I believe in a sovereign God. Uh, I was telling a, a preacher, I think even yesterday or somebody, uh, about, about uh, uh, two days ago, about the motorcycle thing where I said, you know, if I was to die, uh, if it's God's will for me to die on a motorcycle, then I'd have to have a motorcycle. All right? Because I, I, I say that God, well, the Bible does, that there's, our death's no surprise to Him. We have an appointment with death. We don't know how we're going to go, uh, but whatever way that is, it's not a surprise to God. And so I would use it in a way to, to manipulate my wife and to let me get a motorcycle. It uh, doesn't mean I'm a Calvinist. I believe in the sovereignty of God uh, and that I'm going to die the way that, that God um, has ordained uh, that I would die. So um, uh, let's get away from that right now. Uh, and uh, uh, anyways, um, I believe in the sovereignty of God. Uh, but I also believe that, uh, that we are people who we can choose. We choose whether to be saved or not. Um, uh, God doesn't predestine people uh, to heaven or hell. Because even when you think about the application of this passage and many others, by the way, God says He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Uh, and he, would gather, he, he wants to gather you, uh, but you would not. It would indicate that they, could, they, they certainly could, but decided that they, they wouldn't. God wanted them to repent, Israel, uh, and they would not. God wants individuals to repent and to be saved, and they would not. In fact, I've known people to say, I know, I know what you're saying is true. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins, uh, yet they still decide uh, to remain unsaved. Um, they might think, well, you know, maybe one day. Um, or uh, I've had people in my family, almost like King Agrippa, almost persuadest thou me to be a Christian. 
Like, I believe what you're saying is true. I'm just not ready yet. Uh, and uh, they, will, uh, they think that perhaps they'll take care of it another day. But we have no promise for tomorrow. Uh, we, don't, we don't know. You can step out into eternity today uh, having postponed or put off or uh, set aside uh, the Holy Spirit of God's uh, dealing with our hearts concerning salvation uh, and stand before God uh, and, uh, and to be lost and, uh, and to be eternally separated from Him uh, in a Christless eternity in hell, which isn't a big party. Uh, it's not a place that you can go and you're going to hang out with all your lost friends and just live it up. As the Bible says it's a place of torment, of, of gnashing of teeth. Uh, it, is, uh, it is a place to be avoided, not a place to go. It isn't, uh, it isn't fun and games. Uh, there's a heaven uh, to gain and a hell to shun. Uh, and I hope uh, that you understand that. It's not, it's not Hollywood. Heaven's not the Hollywood version either. Uh, hell is not the Hollywood version. Uh, so uh, it is a terrible place. Uh, and we need more preaching, in fact, uh, on the, the topic of hell. Uh, and uh, again, we can't make... Uh, hell is a terrible place. Uh, and I've had, uh, you know, instances where, uh, especially with children uh, over the course of, uh, of the years, uh, to where it's almost like uh, you paint a picture of hell, it's so scary uh, that they would, uh, would pray and ask Jesus to save them. Uh, but they've got to realize that they're a sinner. They need a Savior uh, because uh, that's manipulation uh, as well. So heaven and hell, real. Uh, and uh, it is a choice that we make, either to accept Christ or to reject Christ. It's not that we can't, uh, like we're predestined um, to, to go to hell. Uh, it's that we won't, uh, and we make that decision. Uh, the, God can forgive everything uh, except uh, us uh, uh, stepping out into eternity lost. Then it's just too late. Uh, we can't be forgiven of our sins uh, once we stand before Him uh, in judgment. Um, but it's, it's about our free will. I read this quote earlier this morning uh, and uh, says this. <clears throat> it was a man named W.J. Woods. And he said, Oh, the awful dignity of the human will, this great and dreadful power in me that can flaunt itself in the face of a gracious God and defeat His purpose. Let me read that again. Oh, the awful dignity of the human will, this great and dreadful power in me that can flaunt itself in the face of a gracious God and defeat His purpose. God has a purpose and a plan for all of us. At Wednesday, I preached on the topic of, uh, of abortion since it's right uh, in front of us all the time. And God said, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you, speaking of Jeremiah, uh, and, uh, and He had separated him uh, to a divine purpose. Uh, before God, before your parents met, uh, it's Mother's Day. Before, before little Johnny or little Susie uh, was conceived, uh, God knew Johnny, God knew Susie uh, in eternity and uh, has a purpose and a plan. And so there's a lot of things from the taking of a life and what that means to, uh, to our, our, our uh, acting in the face or in the place of God uh, and, and thwarting the purpose that He has set for an individual. It's a, it's a, it's a terrible thing all around. Um, but... but we, uh, in our lives, that as Christians, oftentimes, because we have free will, uh, we wield it uh, in the face of God and make choices uh, that, that are poor choices. Uh, and it is, a, it is a blessing. I'm thankful that, that God has made it that way, that we're not robots, 
uh, that, uh, that uh, I think of God or remember that message, sinners in the hands of an angry God, uh, where uh, it's almost like he's uh, like we're puppets or whatever. Um, I'm glad that we're not like puppets, that we can choose uh, and make choices every single day um, in the liberty that we have that. Uh, oftentimes, though, the Bible gives us a choice or a life gives us a choice and there's one correct choice uh, and we make, the, we make the wrong ones. Uh, to illustrate that quickly, um, he would forgive us. Just as he said this about uh, Jerusalem, uh, he would forgive us, but we won't, just like they didn't confess their sin to him, we don't confess our sin to God. He would forgive, but we would not. Uh, he would fellowship with us, but we would not. He says if we draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh unto us. You can be as close to God today as you want to be. You just don't want to be. Um, it, it has nothing to do with God. Uh, he, is, he has been gracious and patient, uh, and, and we just were, were too busy. We're too distracted. Uh, we've got our own plans, our own ideals, uh, and we just don't fellowship like, with him like, uh, like he wants us to. So he would forgive us. The Bible says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When I got saved, God forgave me of my sin uh, and uh, no longer under condemnation. Uh, that means that all my sin, past, present, and future, are, is under the blood. When I stand before God, uh, I've been cleansed by the blood of Christ. His righteousness has been applied. Uh, there's nothing that I can do uh, going forward that can undo what God has done for me on Calvary. Um, that does not mean uh, that I have a license to sin. Uh, and uh, by the way, uh, I was uh, just before church, this has nothing to do with anything, but that just reminded me of something. Uh, I was uh, having to make a change to our flight tomorrow. We're going to go down and see Jordan's graduation. And, I, and somehow I, I, put a, I spelled Amy's name, A-M-H-Y, uh, on the thing and had to, uh, had to uh, rework and, and get a new ticket and all that kind of stuff done. And when they're asking me, they're asking me all the credit card information, uh, and I won't tell you which one it is, uh, but, uh, but my, my code is 007. <laughs> and uh, so I don't have, uh, I, I have a license to kill, so just remember that. <laughs> remember that. Uh, and uh, back to the message, wherever I was at. Uh, and uh, he will forgive us, uh, but we would not. Um, we can be, we can ask God to forgive. I don't know how many people just knowing that, Christians, knowing that they're in sin, yet refuse to confess it uh, and refuse to be forgiven in that instance and continue to live. The Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Uh, you can't remain as a Christian in that type of condition uh, and, uh, and live and be happy. Um, you're going to be miserable. Uh, but I don't know how many Christians would come to me and explain their misery. And, and the answer is, you know what? Just get right with God. Just ask Him to forgive you and to move forward. Um, I don't know if I can come back to church, Pastor, uh, and I haven't been there for a, a while. And, and it would just, you know, what, you know what you need to do? You just need to come once and get it right. And then, it, then it's good. You can just move forward. There's not a soul in this church uh, that would, uh, you know, begrudge anyone that would get right with God and come back to church. But it's, it's us. It's our decision. We're not, we're not willing. He would forgive, but we would not. 
Uh, he would answer our prayers, but we won't pray. It's not that we can't pray. Uh, God has given us all the, the scripture that teaches us that we go to him and pray in his will, and he'll answer us to ask and seek and knock. The Bible has uh, references to importunity. We have uh, in prayer our continually knocking and how we can go to him. Uh, our theme for the year as we've been preaching about that, talks about how we as Christians can go before the, uh, the throne of grace and bring our petitions. We have a mediator in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, you have, uh, and you don't even have to be able to speak to pray uh, because you can, you can, God knows our heart and he, he hears us. Um, you don't have to audibly uh, pray the prayer. We can pray, uh, but, we, but we won't. Uh, a preacher friend uh, had uh, uh, sent a message out yesterday that said something to the extent, paraphrasing, but uh, if, uh, if God appeared to you uh, and, uh, and said um, that he would grant you uh, whatever you prayed for in the previous week, and the question was, would, would somebody be saved uh, in an eternity because you prayed for them uh, in that before, he's, he, before he said that? And the whole idea was we often pray for stuff and things. We don't pray that people will get saved. And if he said, I'm going to grant, who would be, who would be born again if he granted to you uh, the prayers that you prayed uh, that week? And I thought that was an interesting thought. Uh, but most people would be disappointed that they didn't pray at all. Or like, oh, I missed out because I could, could have prayed for uh, ABC, whatever, this thing that I wanted or, uh, or whatever the case may be. Uh, but, but God wants us to pray. But we won't. We, we don't do it. Uh, we don't do it enough if we do. Uh, and, uh, and God is one of the, the biggest privileges that we have as a Christian to pray. But our choice is to choose not to. Our choice is to almost, uh, in, in I think in an irreverent way, in a blasphemous way, uh, rely upon the fact that what God has says in His care for us, uh, he, he numbers the hairs on our head. He knows, uh, we, we think about that song, His eyes on the sparrow. Um, God's eyes and His care are upon us. Uh, and, we, and we use that to excuse away a lack of discipline in prayer because, because God knows. And, and that's not how it works. God wants, us to, God wants us to hear it. Like, I love my kids. Uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, it was, uh, I, I, you know, I want to be a help to them, whatever. We're talking to Jordan. So we're going to go down for his graduation uh, on Thursday. Uh, so our last baby graduating uh, from school. And we're, we're proud of that. Uh, and, uh, but long story short, it was kind of like, you know, it's kind of like one of those, uh, he's explaining his situation uh, at the moment. He hasn't been working for a couple of months because he's doing all of his tests and things and the schedule, whatever. And so all of that was, all of that was getting to the point to where, hey, can I have a few bucks, right? And I, and I could see it coming for like five minutes. <laughs> but, but I, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to preempt, um, the conversation by jumping in and say, okay, I'll send you some money. I wanted him to ask. I wanted to give it to him, but I, but I, but I wanted, needed him. Does that make sense? I wanted him to ask. That's what our, that's what our father does with prayer. Uh, yeah, I know. I knew what, I knew what Jordan's need was. I knew he needed some, some, some money. Uh, and I knew it before he even asked, but I, but I needed him to ask. 
And that's what we do. We do God that way every single day. Uh, and he would answer our prayer, but we refuse to pray. We would not, as God said, I would gather you as a, as a hen does her chickens uh, or her brood in Luke. Uh, and he says, uh, you wouldn't. Not that you couldn't, but you've chosen rebellion uh, over, over allowing me to care for you. Uh, and, uh, and because of that, um, your house is going to be desolate. Uh, the, the problems and the difficulties you have, you own those. That's not me. Now, we, and by the way, because we're so messed up in our theology uh, and uh, in the will of God, uh, what we, would, we often do is we find ourselves in a mess of our own making, and then we somehow uh, twist it all up or whatever. We know that all things work together for good, so God can take the messes that we make, and he can make things good out of them. Uh, but how often do we kind of like, oh, God, what are you doing? And, uh, and we see God, you know, it's almost like we're, we're giving God the credit for the mess that we made to somehow think that if, if we can just kind of trick him uh, into, into fixing it through that way that he will. But God knows, and, and, and he knows what he's going to do, and we don't understand that, and we can't sometimes see uh, the end. Um, but, but God is always, uh, listen to a song this morning, he's, a, he's an on-time God. And what it was is that, for example, Lazarus, uh, had you come, he was four days late, God is always on time. He might not come when we want him to, uh, but he will come uh, inevitably uh, and in his timing. We just don't pray like we ought to pray. Uh, he would fellowship with us, but we won't want to spend time with him. Uh, he would save souls, uh, but we won't witness. Uh, it's amazing. I know that God saves people. He does the saving. He uses us to spread the gospel. Um, but it's also interesting uh, that people who uh, you see more people saved as a personal soul winner or as a church, the more you share the gospel, the, the more you witness the people. It's just amazing how that happens. God uses us, but, but we can't just say, well, God's going to give the increase because he says he would and will, um, but that doesn't excuse our lack of involvement in reaching people with the gospel. Um, so he says, he that winneth souls is wise. Uh, and, uh, and he talks about he that goeth forth bearing precious seed, doubtless shall come again rejoicing. Uh, and, and he's promised blessings to it. He uses us. He could have had the rocks cry out. Uh, but he's chosen you and I, and he's given the commission to the church, and he would save souls, but we won't witness. Uh, and, and it's not like a... Um, we can't rely upon, please don't misunderstand me, I, we ob, obviously we have to rely upon God. But what we, we do is we sit back and think because God saves people and he does, he does all of that, that we don't have to do anything. Um, and there are, there are tons and tons of churches uh, all across America and all across the world that are shuttering their doors um, because of the unwillingness, not that they can't. We have, we have all the tools. We have the Bible. We've got, you think of the communication tools that we have today that people didn't have in, in, in generations before us. Um, you know, with podcasting and, and it's, you know, YouTube and, and on and on and on. Um, one of the uh, evangelists that we had here not too long ago had a QR code on one of their tracks that's attached to a video. 
People, can, people with their phones can do all that. And, and if you didn't know how to do it, you did it during the pandemic if you were in a restaurant. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and can get the gospel. We live in amazing times. So if, if people aren't being reached with the gospel, whose fault is it? Well, it's our fault. He would, but we won't. He would do it, but, but we, just, we, just don't, we just don't go. I, I was you know, mentioning uh, uh, recently about our responsibility to pop the question to people, uh, especially if they show up at Berean Baptist Church for a worship service. Uh, and they hear the gospel. Are you saved? Uh, if not, would you trust Jesus Christ uh, as your personal Savior? He would use us in service, but we don't make ourselves available. Uh, one of those sayings, you know, one of the, your greatest, the greatest uh, ability that you can have is availability. Uh, availing yourself to God uh, and, uh, and uh, for God to use you. If you're saved, you're a living sacrifice and it's your reasonable service. God has laid it out very plainly that you're a bondservant of the Lord Jesus Christ. He saved you. You are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Uh, but, but when it comes time to serve God uh, in most churches across America, they're just, there's a shortage. There's not enough laborers in his harvest uh, and not enough church planters. Um, we've had we've had so many leave this state. We had another another preacher just he's leaving uh, and uh, this week, and that'll be another church that's without a pastor and needs a pastor. Um, it's just it's it's a shortage uh, of of servants. We need more. Um, and it God is God's church and it's God's plan and, and He's going to do what God does. Uh, but He He looks uh, for people who would uh, say, "Here, my Lord." Send me. Is that your spirit and your attitude? God, whatever you need, I will do it. Uh, if it isn't, um, it isn't because you can't. God has gifted you with abilities and, uh, that He's intended for you to use for Him, a workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So He has a purpose and a plan uh, in, of what your work should be. And, and if those things aren't being done, then that's all on you. Uh, and it is not uh, on God. They made up their own mind. Uh, it doesn't say that they couldn't, it just says that they wouldn't. So if you're here today and you're saved and you belong to Jesus Christ, um, what is it that God, uh, God desires for you to do or to be uh, that you just won't? And for whatever reason, it could be time, career, um, it could be fear. Uh, that's something that stops a lot of people in service to God. It could be Apathy, uh, I'm just not concerned. I'm not concerned for souls. I'm not concerned uh, with this, that, and the other. It could be, there's always, um, it, we need to make ourselves available. Why aren't we? It's not that we can't. Uh, we do, as a matter of fact, as Americans, pretty much anything that we want to do. Um, it doesn't matter it, it, about finances. You figure out a way. Uh, and if you can't figure it out, you charge it. And you get it done. Uh, and uh, and that's, that's just the way that, that a lot of people live uh, in America. It's not that we can't, it's that we won't. But then today, if you're here and you're not saved, you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I want you to listen to this. I read this also a little while ago. If we are saved, go to heaven, enjoy eternal life and glory in God's presence. It will be by God's will and work alone. If we are lost... Perish under the wrath of God and go to a dark, Christless, eternal hell. It will be altogether our fault alone. 
because of our will, our unbelief, and our sin. If you're saved today, it's all of God and His will. God did that. It's His grace. We're saved by grace through faith and not of ourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. If you're saved today, it's all of God's grace and God did that. It's the gift of salvation. Uh, and uh, we deserved hell. Uh, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Uh, and, uh, and God's love um, always shines through. You think about Israel, you think about your own personal life, uh, but the Bible is very clear uh, that God's love is a sacrificial love and it's not diminished uh, by, by wickedness. It always shines through. Um, we, you know, it's, it is a dark time and wickedness abounds, but the Bible says where sin abounds, what abounds more? Grace uh, abounds. I was driving somewhere the other day and I saw uh, grace abounds. Uh, I think it's down in Puyallup. I don't know what it is. I'm going to find out uh, what, what kind of an outfit that is. Uh, but the sign just says grace abounds. I thought, you know what it does? Sins abounding, but grace more abounds. It doesn't matter how wicked and how you know, disgusting this world is, God's love always shines through. Uh, and, uh, you know, we. Uh, by the way, it's dark and it's sinful everywhere. It's, it, sin abounds in red states. Sin abounds in blue states. There's, nowhere, there's no place that you can go in America where, where you'll be sheltered from uh, sin uh, and darkness. It is everywhere. Okay? Maybe your taxes will be less and uh, whatever, uh, but uh, the, the, the grass isn't always greener. All right? But... And this isn't a commercial for staying in the Pacific Northwest because pretty much, you know, f five days out of the week, I want to leave too. Uh, and, uh, you know, because you just get tired of all the nonsense. Um, but, but dark places need lighthouses. Uh, and, and the love of God always shines through no matter the, no matter, uh, the, the wickedness, wickedness. It's not diminished by that. Uh, it's not diminished by um, perversity. Uh, when I think of, of the, you know, people are, um, they reject what's right. They twist truth. They, per, they pervert God's ways. Uh, they call things that are, you know, bad good. Um, it's like the world's upside down. Constantly be, wickedness and perversity being uh, promoted. Uh, and, and it's just, uh, you know... Uh, I'm thankful for days like Mother's Day and not, you know, that we, but at some point they're going to try to pass some, we call it birthing person day or whatever. You know, it's right around the corner. You, you know, uh, it, we, it's the political correctness and all the nonsense. But here's the fact. God's love is not diminished by it. God, God knows exactly, and he says in the end times it be as in the days of Noah, and, uh, and really before the Lord comes back, the wheels, the wheels are going to be falling off. Uh, and it says that, that judgment's going to begin in the house of God. So, so but, but I'm thankful that God will still save people, uh, that God is still working, uh, and that his love shines through. And, and, and it's not, it's not over, over wearied by delay. And what I mean by that is, um, if you're breathing today, it's not too late. Um, if, if you wake up and God's given you another day, that's His grace. Uh, if you're saved, it's another day to serve Him. Uh, if you're lost, it's another day 
for you to repent and trust Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Uh, and, uh, and you can put it off and you can delay and you can tempt God almost and, uh, and uh, if you want to look at it that way. But God says uh, you know, that we can't boast ourselves for tomorrow. You don't know. You could, you could die you know, at, at lunchtime and, and, uh, and slip off into eternity and that's it. Uh, God's love is not diminished or it's not overwearied by our delay. It all comes down to your decision. As a Christian, to serve Him, to, to, to pray, uh, to seek His will, to do that. What God has a plan, and He has a plan for you. He didn't just save you, and you're, like, you're the exemption. Like everybody else has a plan. Uh, God has ordained everyone else as a workmanship, created unto, uh, unto good works, uh, and ordained that you should walk in them, but not you, uh, because, because you're unique that way. And so, uh, so God, you get, you get to go to heaven because He saved you, but, but you don't got to work uh, while, while you're here on earth. Um, it, there is no exception like that. So if you're not obeying God, it's because you, you, you won't, not because you can't. Uh, you would not, just like Jerusalem. And if you're here today uh, and you're lost, and the Holy Spirit of God has brought conviction to your heart, and you know, uh, you've, you've acknowledged the fact, uh, you say, if I was to die today, uh, I would go to, to hell, uh, and, uh, because I've not trusted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. It's not that you can't. Uh, and one of the biggest indicators that you should uh, or that God uh, would save you is the fact that you're thinking about it. The fact that the Holy Spirit of God is bringing conviction, that it's a blessed thing uh, to understand and to know that you're lost is part of the process uh, because God convinces, the Holy Spirit convinces where we get that word conviction. Uh, and if He's doing that work, it's one of the greatest, greatest things. Uh, I don't know how many people have come to me in, in, over the course of time and say, well, I really feel bad about this or that, or I'm, I'm concerned and on and on. I'm like, hey, praise the Lord. Because you could be reprobate. You could have a conscience that is seared. God have, could have given you over uh, to sin, and you're not feeling that. You're not feeling anything. So to feel is a good thing. So if the Holy Spirit of God is nudging you uh, to trust Him as your personal Lord and Savior, then you obey the Spirit, not because you can't, uh, but because um, you won't. Um, now, having said that, there are people, and I don't know who they are, and you don't know who they are, uh, who uh, we would describe as send away their day of grace, or they've said no to God so many times that God says, okay, well, you made your choice. And uh, in this spirit's not striving with them. Uh, but, uh, but again, I don't know if somebody has blasphemed the Holy Ghost, uh, or I, I don't know. So my responsibility is to share the gospel, to, to spread the good news, uh, and to pray for people. And I just, I just want to believe that if somebody's alive and they're breathing, uh, and uh, in, in, in that God could and would, if they, will, if they would just obey the Spirit's leading, would save them because He's not willing that they should perish, but that all should come uh, to the knowledge of truth uh, and that Jesus uh, is uh, the one who's provided for our salvation. So as a, uh, whether it's the duck and her chicks yesterday and Mother's Day and just, you know, eggs and, uh, you know, and chickens and everything. And why my mind was on that, I probably, I probably owe it to the duck yesterday. Um, but um, he would gather you in, just like Jerusalem. Um, he would do all that, but you won't. Um, and, and what God is wanting us to decide today is to go, yes, I, I will. 
I will pray. I will fellowship. I will walk with you. I, 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 I will pray and ask you to forgive me. I, I, I want you to, to use me and I, I will be a witness. And, uh, and I just, I'm going to just, all the can't excuses, I'm going to set those aside because I can. It's just I won't. Uh, God, forgive me and help me to be better. If you're, if you're here today and you're lost and Jesus says, come, and you say, I won't, um, Maybe it's today, is the, today is the day that you surrender that and say, I will, I will, uh, and you get saved today. Let's all stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. And